to another episode of Trip to the Doctors. I'm your host, Angela. And I'm your host, Ray. And for today's episode, first of all, let's uh, apologize for the noise in the background. We have a very uh, adamant... visitor. Yeah, we are dog-sitting for our friends, and we've got... He's going ham on a bone right now. We've got a very excited Shorzy as our special guest, going <laughs> ham on a bone. Let's just enjoy the songs of Shores. <laughs> crack a lacking. Oh, yeah. All right, so what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about a thing that was sent to me by my PI when I had first started in the PhD program. It was a list of things to live by by this guy called Bob Neerum. He wrote these rules of life that are supposed to be guiding principles for like academics and stuff. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna, we thought they were pretty good advice for new incoming students. So we wanted to share that with y'all. All right, that sounds cool. So I guess we're gonna. So basically, we're gonna go through like each of these and like talk about whether we agree, disagree, thoughts on thoughts about them. And so, yeah, I guess, should we just dive right in? What's number one? Um, I guess we're going to do number one and number two as a, as a whole because they're kind of similar. So, number one says, there are no such things as mistakes, only lessons, i.e. a series of learning experiences. Growth is through a series of such experiences, a process which involves both successful and unsuccessful experiments. Very mm. academic, yes. And the second one says, an unsuccessful experiment does not represent failure. It is just a learning experience. Often one learns more from, learns more from these successes. Apply the lessons of today as to make yourself a better person tomorrow. Ooh. That last little part didn't sound like it really went with the, <laughs> with the rule, but yeah. I mean, I think it did. It's like you learn from your failures and then you try to be a better person each day as you go. So, I don't know. I, I think it's really good advice generally because this science shit is pretty hard. And it can really get you down if you're focusing on getting successful experiment results. And if things are just going wrong and, you know, you're always down on yourself, it can get tough in there. Yeah, you really have to, like, you really have to change your perspective about failure when you are particularly doing a graduate degree because... You're just doing nonstop research. I mean, if you're an undergrad doing research, same thing also. But, like, when you're doing research nonstop, like, that's your job, your full job, like, as a PhD student. If you don't have this perspective of, like, mistakes also teaches things, then you really get into, like, you can get into, like, a really low point where you're, like, nothing's working. Mm -hmm. You know, this experiment failed, that experiment failed. Or, or... It didn't fail, but my hypothesis was wrong. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it like, my hypothesis was wrong, but this is what the data is telling me, and here's how we move forward, then, you know, you always kind of get that keep-a-pushing vibes. Yeah, yeah. And you you just getting, inching yourself closer to the truth. And, you know, the truth is going to, you know, you're as a scientist, you're seeking the truth and what's correct. And so taking the failures is just kind of like a guiding sign, 
you know, this is pointing you in the right, right direction if you're thinking about this critically and, you know, going through those steps to make sure that your work is up to par mm -hmm. and all that. How about we move on to the next one? Sure. Always be in the open... Oh, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Always be open in the widest possible way to encountering a new person, to a new opportunity, as these represent new teachers, new learning experiences. Quote, leave the screen door to the outside world unlatched, unquote. You never know who or what will walk in. This one, this one I think is, is really important mm -hmm. because I've heard a lot of, no, no offense to introverts out there, but there are a lot of introverts that like, you know, go to conferences and they're like, well, you know, I'm not really the socializing type, so I'm just going to go to seminars and mind my business. And it's like, it's really about networking. Mm -hmm. And if you're not taking that opportunity to network, you're, it's really going to be hard for you to find a job, unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. And you never know what somebody can offer and, like, what they do. Right. What kind of information they have. Yeah, like, like your one professor who you didn't even know was... Yeah, yeah. I was I was looking at um, joining this postdoc or looking at potential postdoc positions yeah. and sci different sciences that I was interested in. And this one guy I was particularly interested in happened to be, work very closely with one of the faculty in my department. Um, she was a postdoc in his close close collaborator's lab. And, you know, I had no idea. So, the, so they, they obviously knew each other then, right? Yeah, She's they, like, they worked very closely yeah. together. And, you know, I just felt really lucky that I had this first-person account of her experiences with this guy, and, and yeah. she was able to give me some information on that and, like, how I should proceed. So... It was, it was really useful, and I felt very lucky. But, yeah. you know, that would have never came about if I wasn't poking around, asking questions, asking for advice. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. Yeah. Another example is when I went to Greece just for that, like, summer school conference thing. So I went to Greece for um, what they call, they call it a summer school, but it's really just a series of seminar, a week-long thing of seminars, kind of like a conference. Um, but it's one of those things that you kind of have to apply for. So I applied for it, I got it, and then like 40 students from across the world basically go to Greece to sit and listen to some of like the most, or some like really great science. Yeah. And can you imagine if I just went and was like, you know, went for the seminars and then just kind of kept to myself or kept only to the students because we're all around the same age. Yeah. But like... Those of us who were engaged and asking a lot of questions, we, you know, we made it, um, what's the word, impression. We made an impression on, you know, the people that we met. So in the future, we, there is someone who knows someone that we want to go to in that university or wherever, whatever it is or that institution. Mm -hmm. You just be like, hey, remember me from XYZ? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even if you're like, just messing around you or, or like a really quick passing by like oh how's your conference experience how oh you're from this place oh very interesting yeah you know even those small interactions you don't know where that could take you in the future so just being open to those possibilities like it said in the rule you never know when it could pay dividends yep this is a, an important one yeah all right next one 
If you encounter a closed door, simply look for another door that might be open. Life is filled with a lot of paths and doors to walk through. Do not waste time on a door which is closed. Let the rock in your path be a stepping stone. Mm, that's a good one. I'm like picturing of a river going downstream and then there's like rocks and the water is like going around the rocks and all that. You got to flow like water. Like Bruce Lee. <laughs> Be water, my friend. Oh, Lord. No, but yeah, that, I mean, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like we said before, you know, the science shit is hard, and, and sometimes you, you hit these closed doors like a, like a bullet, you know? You just full steam ahead trying to make something work, and then, boom, doesn't work, or it's not what you expected it. See what you have so far, move on, see what you can do with it. That's what a lot of uh, very successful researchers do. They yeah. they take what they couldn't particularly achieve, but they took this interesting part of their research and applied it somewhere else where it worked better. Agreed. I would say it's dif- it's super difficult though to do this like in action. You know what I mean? Like you're hit with a closed door or something. It's how so? How would someone, in your opinion, like? If they're faced with a closed door, how do they come back from that emotional sort of downness that you feel when you get a closed door? From rejection, from whatever the feeling may be from. Mm-hmm. How do you come back from that? Like, how do you do this one? Oh, I'll give you a story. So, when I was applying to grad school, I was, like, dead set on going to Brown. It's an uh, Ivy League school in yeah. Rhode Island uh-huh. in the U.S., and um, I, w- I was, like, dead set. I really wanted to go to the school, and I was banking. That was my number one choice. And I, the same day that I got a rejection letter from Brown, Ph.D. program, I got a interview invite from University of Cincinnati. And I was, I was so sad, but then I got that email, like, an hour and a half later, and it just, like, brought me right back up. Like, holy shit, I actually can go to grad school because I wasn't going to go if I got denied from everywhere. And so, I don't know. That was really that was really uh, the universe kind of aligned, but if and, and like pivoting to something else and like going into an open door, it gets easier with experience, uh, with life experience and academic experience. I think I guess it's just hope, right, that there will be an open door. Because, like, in your example, right, you had the open door. Like, it came right after the closed door, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, like, that's that's a lot of the times, most of the times, not going to be the case. You know, like, especially, like, for example, people who, like, if you wouldn't have gotten any acceptances, there are people who don't get any acceptances. Mm-hmm. Maintaining that sort of, like, oh, it's okay, I didn't get any acceptances, let me keep going. Yeah type of mentality yeah i guess you have to reassess what you really want and yeah if if that if that's what you really really want to do then it's worth putting in the work and trying again getting up when you get knocked down that's a good yeah that's a good way to end that one i guess yeah next one Your life is up to you. At birth, you were provided a canvas onto which you have the opportunity to paint your life. Take charge of your life 
and the painting of this picture. If you do not, someone or something else will. Yeah, that's that's a great one. Be- mostly, I really like the last part. The somebody else or something will take charge for you, because the world is hard out there. You know, it's you're not on easy mode. It's always hard. So, if if you are not sure of what you enjoy doing and what you want your future to look like, then, you know, it's going to happen either way. That time is going to come and there, you could look back and when you're 35, 40 years old and say, what the fuck, what the fuck did I get into? And so I think thinking critically about what you want to do and most importantly, getting experience in that thing that you think you like is the most important before you like fully commit to pursuing it yeah also this is a good one to often think back to if you feel like if you're constantly telling yourself wow i was dealt a shitty hand i was dealt a shitty hand i'm never gonna get out of this situation things like that right yeah if you refer back to this this rule you can kind of give yourself some hope in that you have the ability to change your circumstance. Mm-hmm. No one's saying it's going to be easy. There, and you might have to get creative with how you might do that. But you have the power yeah. to your, change your own destiny. Your perspective on the situation is what you're going to carry with you forward. And so if you're just thinking that, um, I have a shitty hand, you know, I was... I, I'm not as privileged as some people, you know, you got to pull it out the mud. It's your job. So, you know, go. you have to go out there every single day and make it happen. Unfortunately, that's the way of the world. Yeah, tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Especially for those of us who are, like, depressed, right? Yeah. You know, we are stuck in this constant state of nothing's worth it and I can't change anything, so why would I want, why would I want to live type of situation? Yeah, why bother? Yeah. But life is, life is great. Life is amazing, I feel. And the experiences that, the highlights that you get are worth the down, the times that you feel down or defeated. Because it, it just makes it feel so much better when you're on top. Yeah, I guess so. Not, not everyone would agree. But if you are, like, kind of rolling your eyes at, like, oh, yeah, sure, life is so great for you, if you're kind of rolling your eyes at him, just know that you're in a dark place right now, but things will get better. Yeah. People will remember not what you said, but only how you made them feel. Strive to make a difference in the lives of others. Um, but, yeah, that, that person that you pulled the door for or... You pass by, say good morning, give them a smile. That person's gonna be like, "Wow, that that person's so kind and courteous all the time." I I want to be friends with them. They seem they got good vibes. Yeah, don't get us wrong. There are gonna be like those evil ass people who are just spreading hate everywhere they go. But like, you you don't want to be that person, you know? You just... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and this ties back to the earlier rules of keeping doors open and talking talking to people and, and making sure you're making those networking connections because you never know who is going to give you what opportunity. 
and whether that opportunity is the, the perfect opportunity for you. True. And if you ever, like, and if you think about, you know, those major, major life-changing conversations that you have, when you think back to those sorts of things, you think of, the reason you're thinking of them is because of how they made you feel, whether it be negative or positive. And so if you're going to have an interaction with somebody, try and make sure that you're making them feel in a positive way. Yeah, for sure. Make sure that you're making people feel good so that you leave a good lasting impression. Next one. Remember that the cup is always half full, never half empty, but remember that the only cards you can play are the ones that you were dealt. Mm. So this is this is the one that I, because this is the second time re- recording this episode so that we can get better audio, but mm-hmm. I remember saying the first time that I sort of don't agree with this one. Because mm-hmm. I think this one sort of contradicts the previous one of like, at birth, you were provided a canvas to paint your life. And now he's telling, and now he's saying the only cards you can play are the ones you were dealt. Like, that's a little bit contradictory, in my opinion. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, if we all get a blank canvas, and I guess the size of the canvas is the cards we were dealt, then some people may have smaller canvases and some may have bigger. But it's still an empty canvas, nonetheless. So you can make something happen. It might be a lot harder than that person with a bigger canvas, but you know, so is life. Yeah, but like I don't I don't know. It just doesn't make full complete sense this one. That's cuz you're a nihilist. <laughs> you're definitely a pessimist. Okay, but <laughs> how does me being a pessimist or a nihilist whatever? <laughs> make me think that about this because you said glass half full and you were like no it's empty (laughs) (laughs) i i mean (laughs) also in my experience i feel like those people that are successful in science and like go on to do those incredible things are usually optimists and from like academic interviews that i've watched like those people that are like concerned about AI taking over and doing all these horrible things and it's going to be the end of humanity. Those people, you know, are ringing the alarm bells and then the optimists are just like, all right, if it happens, it happens, but what else can we do with this? How can we make this be good is where they're coming from. And I feel like that's the perspective you need to have. It's the perspective that's going to get you through those hard times. For for those of you that can't see, Angela is looking at me very disapprovingly. <laughs> it's just, oh, I don't know. I can't. I don't. I just. I don't agree with this one because it it makes it okay. The first part, sure, whatever. Glass half full, like that's so easy. Whatever, we'll we'll try. But <laughs> the second part, I really don't agree with. Remember the card. The only cards you can play are the ones you were dealt. Like. That's I feel like that's a little bit closed minded for a rule of life. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe good old Bob was trying to make this as widely applicable to many people as possible. I don't know. Maybe he's like trying to you 
you know, when people say, oh, God has a plan, mm-hmm. no matter what's happening in your life, maybe mm-hmm. that's what he's getting at, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. Something along those lines. The ones, like the cards that you are dealt are basically anything that's going to happen to you is was going to happen to you sort of thing. I don't know. This is like a fate versus destiny argument. Mm. Mm. Well, I guess that's as good of a place we can leave it at. You can you can <laughs> do with that what you will, I guess. <laughs> I have no more words except that I, I don't I don't know about this one. Maybe I would I would exclude this one from my rule of life. All right. Well, with, I am a half empty type of gal. With with any of these rules, <laughs> you can take them or leave them. If they affect you, uh, just make sure it doesn't affect our reviews of our podcast. <laughs> Anyways, we thank you so much for listening to this part one episode of Bob Neerham's Lo- Rules for Life. These were the first seven of his rules. Um, tune back in for part two for the next seven. Yes. We can't wait to have you there. Yeah, so please leave a review if you like this episode or this podcast in general so that other people might find us. If you would like to submit questions to us for advice or any question, really, you can visit our website at triptothedoctorspodcast.com, and that's doctors spelled D-R-S. On there, you can also submit if you want to vent to us about something, if, you know, there's some tea happening in your program, in your work, or something, submit it to us. Let us tell the world and have a good laugh. Let's, let's... Let's make this more interesting. And of course, all submissions, both question and stories, are anonymous. And if you'd like to find us on social media, we are at Trip to the Doctors Podcast. Again, that's Doctors spelled D R S on both Instagram and TikTok. And we also have a YouTube channel. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs>